please enjoy this classic clip from the I Love Gringo Letters Patreon archives. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to I Love Gringo Letters, the podcast where we talk about the letters to the age newspapers, television and radio lift out the Green Guide. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters. Now, you guys, it's a very exciting episode. This is the episode the letter lovers demanded. They said, let's get these two guys together. Let's get them together in an apartment in South Yarra. Let's record it. Mm. Let's put it up on the internet. Then let's download it. Mm. And let's mm-hmm. enjoy that. Mm. We have got returning letter lover. Enemy of Toadfish Rebecca. Friend of Bryn Edelston. It is the fantastic Lawrence Mooney. Welcome back, sir. Steele, it's lovely to be back. Hello to Green Guide Letter Lovers. This is my fourth ep. Fourth ep. Fourth ep. Veteran. One with Fastuka, one with Sharky, one with Tony Martin, and one with our next guest. Our next guest. A legendary comic force in the Australian scene. He once killed Daphne on Neighbours, just once. Welcome, Greg Fleet. Yay! Yay! It's Craig Flett. Um, Glenn <laughs> Flagg. It's nice to be here. It's uh, my first time. My first time on the uh, the letters. And uh, mm. I imagine it'll be the first of many. I think so. <laughs> I hope so. But well, you'll probably start featuring in Green Guide Letters soon because... You're coming up on a TV show, aren't you? Oh, Is yeah. it embargoed, that news, or can we talk about it? Uh, we were told not to, but I, I've been talking about it on stage, so, yeah. It's, um, yes, I'm, I'm, being, I'm playing a, uh, a very bad man in um, the next season of Underbelly. Mm. So what is this season of Underbelly? Underbelly, the graffiti squad. Where <laughs> Underbelly hat. Underbelly. <laughs> about the guy that stole that hat yep. that time. Yep. No, it's uh, Squizzy Taylor, and I play a guy who is described as perhaps the most violent man in Victorian criminal history, a guy called Richard Buckley, who if you go to the trades hall, halfway up the stairs, there's five little indentations on the wall where he shot a policeman. And the bullet holes, the bullet holes are still there. I thought that those bullet holes were a result, were as a result of him shooting at Squizzy Taylor. No, Squizzy Taylor, he worked for Squizzy Taylor. Right. And, uh, yeah, he... he um, I basically am a murderer, prison rapist, full on. Like, I actually... I rape a prison. And what do you do in the show? Uh, nothing. <laughs> not in the show. I'm just... <laughs> Just rape buildings and they try and film me. But um, yeah, that's no, a, he's a tough guy. He is. He's very, very nasty. And uh, he, and he loves his anal sex. A little bit. Only, only, only forced. Right. Only when people aren't into it. But um, no, look, it should be great. <laughs> he um, loves his non-consensual <laughs> sex. Oh yeah, he's mad for that. But uh, look, so yeah, that'll be good. But um, not as good as doing this. When I went for the audition, they said, "Have you ever done the Green God Letters podcast?" And I said, "No." And they went. <laughs> Not good. Hey, um, yesterday, uh, as my career continues to peak, I uh, was doing stand-up at an accountant's Christmas party. Hang on. Nice. And uh, I'm jealous straight away. I went, how did you get that? (laughs) How did I get that? But also, they said, as part of my um, stipend, would I please also play Santa? Wow. And so I said yes, and that's never going to happen again because <laughs> when you dress up as Santa, people lose their minds. There's a, it's an accountant's office. There's probably about four Asian women 
work there. Whoa, and on, they, a bit <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was getting a bit sexist. <laughs> that, oh, it's, it must be a cultural thing because Asian women don't like Santa. Well, they didn't <laughs> or, like you. No, they wouldn't. Uh, you know, I was going, come and sit on my knee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. uh, yeah. And they wouldn't do it. But yeah, It wasn't your knee. So, wasn't sounds like your character's into a bit of anal rope. But <laughs> one guy got really carried away. He was like jostling Santa. And you have to maintain character. You go, oh, you're being a bit rough with Santa. And he's got me in a headlock. And then he and just you, fully grabbed me on the nuts. And did you... But I could see you just getting violent in a situation. And just going, just turn, oh, 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 fuck off. Yeah, I could totally see you. Santa turn. I could just see you, like, when no one else could see, like, just turning your back on the crowd and pulling his face really close to yours and going, ha, oh, ha, oh, oh, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> I could totally, oh, oh, so moony. <laughs> But before I went, I tweeted, I'm doing an accountant's lunch. Has anyone got any accountant's jokes? And this was an absolute piece of gold. It still makes me laugh. This guy's tweeted back, knock, knock, who's there? An accountant. An accountant who? An accountant. (laughs) (laughs) That's very... Don't you love it? It's very cerebral. That's great. (laughs) <laughs> right. uh, I just have to let the uh, the listeners know we uh, tickets have gone on sale today as we record for our our very special Ballarat show. We are taking it on the road. We are going to Ballarat. We are hiring a bus. We are hiring a bus. We're taking Nick Cody and uh, Bart Freebarn, who will be recording a live both live podcast on the bus on the way home but we're going to Ballarat to do a live show with a special guest Arthur Coma who is our most legendary of all Green Guide Letter writers really yeah he is a um, so you're meeting the authors yeah he's a retiree uh, in Ballarat of course he is and he started the legendary how to pronounce kilometer debate so you're, he, you're he, f- he featured in one of my sprays on Green Guide Letters. Yes. Yeah. So we're going up to meet the man. Right. So what, but hey, they're doing a show on the way back, right? Yeah, so they, they do a podcast called Selling for the Drive Home, which is just them just going nuts, basically. What, they always do this podcast? Yeah. Oh, so you're working two podcasts into one. Yeah, so they're going to come up and be guests on my podcast, yeah. but then to entertain everyone on the way home on the ah. bus, they're going to do a live episode. So, that's um, awesome. And that's on... Saturday the 5th of January so if you can either you can drive up there and just attend or so you can get you the bus so are you taking fans or listeners on the bus yeah we've got, like a, cool. we've got like a we've got like a I think it's like a 30 seater bus and, and oh, what, what, what do these tickets cost these tickets I hear about uh, $40 that's pretty cheap and that, and that covers this the bus hire is fucking heaps yeah so it's pretty much just covers the bus hire that's great. And uh, do they get anything else? Do they get a beer or something on the way? You're we're, we're, going, we're actually going at, at Bart's request. Ballarat has the only all-you-can-eat pizza hut in Victoria still. There's so much to do in Ballarat. There's Kryle Castle. We'll, we'll be going past Kryle Castle There's for Sovereign sure. Hill. And you can go into the museum there and see the original Eureka flag. It's really awesome. Yeah. I did a um, I did a theatre and education show that was rehearsed in Ballarat and it was sort of basically came out of Ballarat. Was that that famous theatre and education show? I was raped by a Christian brother. Was it that one? No, but bizarrely, during the uh, and I won't, I won't go into this in any great detail, but during 
the performance of that theatre and education show for primary school students, I ended up having my one and only incredibly drunk, stoned, homosexual experience. It was on the uh, on during the show, no, during the show, <laughs> just before the show. No, it was it was horrendous. Don't, worry. don't blame your homosexual experience on being drunk and stoned. I, 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 I was so drunk and stoned. I homosexual experience. Man. I got so drunk. Yeah. I had to have sex with a bloke. I, I, don't, I don't think you can say, "Oh, that was when I had my one drunk, stoned, homosexual experience," and go, "Yeah, but moving on." On. Um, what, what, what are they saying about Homeland this week? Well, well, I couldn't because I haven't had one, and in the hundreds I have had, you I wasn't heaps. drunk or stoned. Really sober because I like to feel the burn. Yeah. Yeah, you've never had. You got your, you your homosexuality a bit more straight edge. Someone, I, I absolutely. Did, I, was, I, I like it straight up. No ice. I did a gig with. Um, what did you get with Sarah Silverman recently for Carl Chandler? Oh, shut awesome. up! For Carl Chandler. But during the gig, Carl how Chandler... Said, how Carl you Chandler said that without trying to be excited? Carl Chandler yelled out, do the thing about having sex with a man. And I'd only ever told the story like once before on stage. And I thought, well, there goes my chances with Sarah Silverman. <laughs> but I told the story in depth on stage. But... Um, I got to the end of it and uh, they were going, what about the end bit? And I went, what end bit? And I couldn't remember, but apparently the, the only other time they'd heard me tell the story, I'd said that when I had sex, I, I'd said, you know, like, I'm not gay, but for that hour, I just became very gay. And I thought, if you're going to do it, do it properly. Do we, what, how are you talking I, for that hour? I did it so properly that, uh, that apparently the first time I told the story, I said, I got so into it that one of his poos wanted to take me to court for assault. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go, children. There's Greg Fleet's uh, How to Be Gay for 101. I should also I should also just just welcome all the new listeners. I actually when this comes out this From will Ballarat. this yeah. will be the week um, I actually wrote an article for the Green Guide this week. Oh really? About Green Guide letters. So hopefully we've got some new listeners. Well, about uh, the show or just about just about Green Guide letters as a parlay to come listen uh, to the show. It's art imitating life, imitating art. I mean, it's so it's becoming kind of entrenched. This examination has now become part of the thing you're examining. It's a weird science. The, the dog is truly chasing its tail. Yeah. And, you that know. when he's lying on a couch like he's doing a Cleo centerfold from 1974. <laughs> 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 he was naked. Now, Lawrence, before. I am naked. I know. When uh, you were last here, you were about to set off to the, um, the Games. The Paralympic Games. Uh, how'd it go? It went, it went really well. We did 11 nights in London and it was very well received. Uh, we had positive letters. Positive feedback and I think, you know, we'll probably be doing the Winter Paralympics in Sloshi in Russia next year. Nice. Not next year, 2014. If, you know, we're all still alive then. Sorry, I just want to say that that panel show that you guys were doing with the the five of you or whatever, I was watching that and I actually thought uh, the project, I reckon, could learn a lot from just watching the way those five people interacted. Four. Four. Yeah. Well, Well, it was very... To me, it was very organic and seemed very natural. And you weren't afraid to deviate from the topic and talk about other things. And just, you know, it was, I thought it was great. I thought it was really, really wonderful. So well done. 
Thank you. I Especially. did declare my love for the German barmaid at the Hilton because uh, she made great martinis and I'd have a couple of martinis every night, sometimes yeah. 10, because I didn't want to go back to my hotel room. And uh, <laughs> I said... Were you staying in the Hilton? I said, yeah, but it's like... The London Hilton. It's full. What? It's pretty three-star. Is it it's like a, falling on hard times? <laughs> the Hilton's... <laughs> yeah. Hilton's yeah. not what it used to be. Not what it used yeah. to be, no. It's a chain mm. and it's full of sales reps, <laughs> you know, batting off in their sad little rooms. Uh, and uh, just want to say uh, thanks to our sponsors, Hilton Hotels. Hilton Hotels, <laughs> where if you're a sales rep that needs to get a load away, Hilton. <laughs> I love but I said, I love you. I, I'm not in a romantic way. I'm married and I know you got a boyfriend but you're so beautiful oh, and good. great and that worked yeah that worked, that worked. Good. Yeah. I thought the German barmaid that might have been an event in the Olympics <laughs> in the Paralympics yeah. the German barmaid is a, is a Paralympic event and relax that was a great impro everyone yeah, well a done. lot of risking trusting and allowing <laughs> that was great and, just shake it out and scene beautiful let it go okay All right. and uh, do we get to do the thing now where we fall and catch each other or? I've oh god I did that once so for those of you who don't know there's a thing in improvised you know it's a trust exercise where you basically um, link arms and you have someone jump off a table and you catch them they just the fall way. back don't they yeah well, well there's two there's one where they jump and land in your arms there's another one where people just fall there's another one where people shut their eyes and run across a room Ooh. and you all catch them you know but I, I was doing a play with some people. Everyone was very self-indulgent. No one was really, you know, listening to the director. And I thought, oh, I know, we'll do some trust exercises. I'd <laughs> just been thrown out of an idea. So I thought, this will, this, I know how to do this. And we did them all twice with the same girl each time. People would start getting bored with the trust exercise and start chatting to each other and their grip would loosen. And this girl jumped off a table and just fell straight through everyone's arms onto the floor. <laughs> And the next, then she was crying, and I finally talked her into doing another one where she had to shut her eyes and run across the room. She ran across the room, and people sort of looked away at the last minute, and she picked a little gap and went straight through it into a brick wall. <laughs> so much for trust exercises when you're working with the fleet man. Fucking my favorite once. My favorite nighter story. That's they are pretty good, but my favorite fleeting nighter story is. They're all sitting in a circle, classic, you know, drama school year one, and the drama school teacher's <laughs> gone, okay, so tell me what acting means to you, Stephanie. Well, I think that I become a conduit for the writer's words, and I am able to make the intangible tangible. Beautiful, that's great. Um, I hope that's Dennis, the girl you dropped on the ground. Dennis, Fuck. what about you? How, what do you think about what what is acting to you? Well, acting to me is... Um, Basically, being able to tell a story. We're storytellers. We absorb what we see in the world and we take it onto stage or film. So we're like storytellers. 20, 22 of these. And Greg... And I'm last. What, what, is, what is acting to you? And I said, I think acting is um, pretty much dressing up in other people's clothes and telling lies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. I hope you enjoyed that classic I Love Green Guide Letters clip. Now, here's the deal. We keep the last 25 new episodes free on the feed for anyone to download. But to dip into the archives, I invite you to check out the I Love Green Guide Letters Patreon page. Patreon is a really easy way for content providers like myself to reward listeners for supporting the podcast. And just for $3 a month, I give you complete access to our hundreds and hundreds of back episodes. 
You can download or listen to them on patreon.com or you can paste a quick and easy code into your podcast app of choice and download every episode just like a regular podcast. Along with the classic episodes for Patreon supporters, I also record the bonus After Letters show where myself and previous guests answer listener-supplied questions that, of course, go off into unexpected tangents. It's a really fun format that has become a favorite with our Patreon supporters. So the link is in the show notes of the very episode you're listening to now, or you can check it out at patreon.com forward slash I love GG letters. And then you can enjoy all the classic episodes featuring the likes of Will Anderson, Dave Anthony, Ronnie Chang, Santo Chilaro, Arthur Coma, Paul Dempsey, professional wrestler Mick Foley, Tom Gleason, Libby Gore, Tiffany Hall, Peter Hellier, Darren Hinch, Jonathan Holmes, Pete Holmes, Claire Hooper, Anthony Jeselnik, Jamoan, Samuel Johnson, Ed Cavalier, Andy Kinler, Kate Langbrook, Limo, Dylan Lewis, Sam Mack, Mark Marin, Tony Martin, Luke McGregor, Ryan Maloney, Lawrence Mooney, former Green Guide editor Andrew Murphitt, Dave O'Neill, Celia Bacola, Sam Pang, Charlie Pickering, Randy the Puppet, Gareth Reynolds, Adam Richard, John Safran, Sam Simmons, Brody Stevens, Tim and Eric, Josh Thomas, Dave Thornton, Ash Williams, Merrick Watts, Adam Zwa, and you get it, quite obviously, so many more. Your support is so appreciated and also needed to help finance the future production of I Love Green Guide Letters. So just to recap, last 25 episodes, always up for free for anyone to download. But if you want to go into the archives, it is just $3 to support the podcast for the month. If you so wanted, you could pay $3, download all thousand plus hours of podcasting and That's it, but we would love for you to stick around and continue to support the podcast and enjoy the ongoing bonus episodes. Thank you guys so much. I am Steel Saunders and I do love Green Guide Letters and our beloved Patreon supporters.